somebody they somebody uncle but we here we here to talk about it it's me i'm on et and we got b in the building what'd you say about the abc jacket i didn't say nothing <laughs> what <is it>? they <laughs> they uh, uh baby shit yellow <laughs> Ooh, wow you ain't gotta be like that those are some ugly jackets i swear i'm sorry i'm sorry and y'all they was like, ugly. why why y'all was really trying to be like specific with the color like let's use a color that nobody else will ever use anywhere else <laughs> for anything else like <laughs> like dang just make that color a whole nft because like, oh wow because <laughs> ain't nobody else going to be putting shit in that color yeah, you see, DC kept taking his off every chance he got. Yeah, and I think that's probably because DC was getting hot. But yeah, you know, they you know big boys get hot fast. Nothing. Like they, they, and it was ugly. D- DC about to need one of them, uh, them Uncle Sweat rags. Like you know, how oh, all the un- uncles wow. they got the little, little small little towel. That's stuff that's real life. You you seen an uncle with a sweat rag? You seen? Yeah, and I seen people before? that are not uncles with a sweat rag. Experience in other grappling areas, you know, drunk wrestling. And uh, and just to let you know that, like, we're new to this as well. So as we learn, you learn. So this is not just something that is for the people with the highest knowledge. This is for you to learn as well. So we're learning, too. So it's just like that's all that we we got to be humble because we know we don't know everything. So, you know, welcome to the Roundhouse Roundtable. We bridging the gap between the the casuals and core fans and you know it's the round house round table we in here let's get it that's what my glow up in lightning hot ear something like lightning this shit a hit on my psychic she want me lick i'm excited see i feel that that's my business and that's why i'm business minded need a push get behind it it's science apply it worst come to worst you tried it get a bag get inspired we're going to talk straight up about the ufc london it was a good night overall it was a good wrestling night yeah started yeah. slow started slow speaking of started slow you know we, we got a unanimous decision but it was a it was a good, good fight all together. Claudio Silva versus Nicholas Dalby. Unanis, uh, Nicholas Dalby's came through with the W. Hmm. He showed that he uh, he pretty much was a level. He shouldn't. Have, he was a level better. It was just a difference in skill level hmm. with this one. Even though the takedowns played a part, it was the significant punches, I think, that really just made the difference with all of this. Hmm. And the ground that? game. Good ground game that he had coming in, taking him down, and just trying to establish that dominance immediately. You know, trying to get that respect immediately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was four takedowns to to one takedown, but that one takedown played a part mm-hmm. <laughs> on on Nicholas Dalby's part. Mm-hmm. Silva did a good job with getting four takedowns, but you know, uh, Dalby was able to just kind of get up. You know, he wasn't able to get that much control time. Yeah, prelims, this how it started off. Like we said, it was kind of a slow start. Yeah. But at the same time, it was things started to pick up. But this was a good fight. Yeah. World away division. Next, we got Mandy Bohm versus Victoria Leonardo. Mm-hmm. 
and this went to Unani's as well. This was, you know, kind of like a firefight. Um, uh, Bomb was just, she brought out the dog because she, she didn't stop. Yeah. That was the only difference with this one. Like she, she definitely kept going, even though uh, she was being outmatched by Leonardo. What'd you think? I saw a lot of domination in this fight and, and with a lot of other fights that happened in this night, it was just, there were some that were just very close and some were far apart where it looked like they didn't belong to be there. Mm-hmm. And it was just dominance, just vicious dominance. It's like the best way to put it. That's that's the only way. That's the only I, way to put it. Because Mandy Bone, I thought she was going to use her height and her, her length more to her advantage. But she didn't have the opportunity yeah, to do uh, so. That girl was all in her face. She kept it close. And so she knew what she had to do to win that. And she stuck to the game plan and won. Yeah, that's, so when, and when it comes to people getting super close, mm-hmm. that's what the, the length of your limbs helps with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like keeping them at man, bay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Man, Mandy uh, Bohm was not, she wasn't, keeping her at bay she was really uh and it seemed like she was kind of hesitant and second guessing and victoria leonardo came in and she was more confident and got the w yeah unanis next it was just a unanis night uh next jai herbert came through with the w kyle nelson um jai herbert just i think he just did a little bit more it was clear but he just did a little bit more. Yeah, it was it was close. And this is what yeah. I'm talking like. This is one of the instances where it was it was close. And it just, somebody just did just like a tad bit more. Mm-hmm. And I want to shout out London because they booed everybody who wasn't from there all mm-hmm. night. So <laughs> and most of the London people won. So shout yep. out to them. London, they was for the they was for the home team. That's right. Everybody over there. They still was uh it was a few people from different places, but they was it seemed from like they the had UK. to yeah they had to figure out if they was close enough to, yeah. <laughs> to cheer them on or not. Yeah, but John Herbert, I'm not gonna say a lot of progression, but at the same time, he I feel like he's leveling out to a skill level too. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes like when he gets a, a a really good striker, sometimes it seems like he can get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. But uh, this time he kept his composure and kept going. So I guess that would be the difference in progression mm-hmm. from John Herbert. And Kyle Nelson just, you know, he was trying to get away from the hands and feet. John Herbert's yeah. just a, such an elite striker. That's just how it goes for him. Yeah, mm. he make people look like amateurs. Yep. Next, speaking of making people look like amateurs. <laughs> Muhammad Mokayev versus Charles Johnson. And Charles Johnson is good, too. That's the part. He's nice yeah. with it. Yeah. But Mokayev is, like, different. Like, he's, he's one of those guys will, you know... How we watch Khabib come up and just excel and just dominate all the way up. Yeah, Mokayev has that. He has that. You know that background. He has that pedigree that's going to really bring him to that level. Mokayev is definitely going to be one of those names because y'all can't keep denying him, and nobody's going to be calling him out. Nobody's calling him out. I don't think people want to call him out. Yeah, and that's that's how that goes. So so bump him up. Bump him up, get him in there. He came through with unanimous decisions. Charles Charles Johnson just held it down because the the reason why is like it wasn't uh, an excessive amount of like ground and pound. It wasn't excessive amount of things to get him out of there. 
Charles Johnson was doing good with his uh, defense to stay in there. Mm-hmm. But Makai wasn't really pushing to do anything to get him out of there besides just control him on the ground and, and maintain position. And staying consistent with working. Yeah, I mean, that, he had to do that. That was the, the whole thing was just stay on top of him until, you know, the end of the fight. Yeah. He got it, though. Next, Americani versus Jonathan Pierce. But Americani versus Jonathan Pierce. And this was a TKO. Americani came in, was the underdog, and, you know, Jonathan Pierce just put the pressure on him. Yeah. This was, this got performance in the night. That's right. Jonathan Pierce, four takedowns, um, 144 total strikes. Um, these guys was going at it. Uh, well, it was mainly like, kind of like ground strikes. <laughs> Consistent but, ground strikes, though. Yeah, like, but they, I, he didn't give a chance to breathe. He couldn't even yeah. lift his head up without getting punched in the face. Yep. So, <laughs> so this was this one was a, a good one, and it's surprising how like Americani still got his his three takedowns <laughs> out of all that time of the fight. But round two got him out of there. Mm-hmm. Short just night before, just before the end of the the bell. He got him out of there. He had 10 seconds left. So I think mm-hmm. he was trying to get it out. He, I, I think he didn't want to gas out, but he just also wanted to make sure he got the job done. Yeah. So just that consistent pressure, you know, just making sure the ref's closed because you don't want to, you know, burn out all your energy and then you got to mm-hmm. go in for a third round because we've seen that happen before. Yep. It's a wrestling. It was a wrestling night. Yeah. Definitely wrestling night. Next, we got Nathaniel Wood versus Charles Rosa. Nathaniel Wood came through with the W, and this one wasn't one of those wrestling matches again where it was, you know, who was going to outwork who. And Nathaniel Wood was, you know, the guy that came in and, and really outworked Charles Rosa. Yeah. Charles Rosa was coming up, and I was kind of excited to see what he was going to do. Let's see what happens. You know how that goes with, uh, you know how that goes with, you know, certain fighters. Yeah. They get an opportunity, get a four-fifth. You know, some don't get two. But yeah, but it was pure dominance. This is one of the fights that I thought was just pure dominance. He stayed in his space, he stayed busy, and he just controlled the entire fight. Even in the wrestling portions, and yeah, just like this next guy. Oh, Die Keys, Mark Die Keys. I did not want to mess it up. Whoa, whoa! I'm about to say we gotta put some respect on his name. I ain't know yeah. what talking about. Yeah. Versus Demir Hadzovic, Mark Die Keys. Last time he just put on a show. Like once again, he put on another wrestling clinic mm-hmm. uh, with Damir, and especially uh, you know, with both of them having wrestling backgrounds, yeah. And he's he's doing this to these wrestlers. It's like it's like they're trying to set them up to to go against uh, difficult grapplers, and then he just excels in grappling with them. Yeah, that's that's what I like what he's doing right now. He's showing that like it's like that he needs to be up there like he needs to he needs to get one of those light those good lightweight fights you know what i mean like anybody in the top five you know i think so his I, time is coming um especially because he's uh being consistent and to me his performance was pure domination and he took him down immediately when the fight started and then just pretty much kept him there even kept, as the rounds continued he just kept him there found a way to get him back down and kept him there eight takedowns yeah 
Like that's saying what? Like that's saying that work. That's saying that efficiency. Yep. So it's just like out of 11. So that means those few ones, and he still got the hands off. Yeah. With 78%, 78 total strikes and 13 significant strikes. He got the hands off. He did. Yeah. So shout out to Mark Dykes. Lightweight got a huge problem on their hands. And, and I don't I don't know who he he who he should go up with next. I know that like they're gonna give him a dog on the next one. Oh they yeah, really, I really definitely make see that sure. happening. Yeah, because they they you know like they looking for for him to meet his match. You know that's what they're looking for. That's how the matchmakers make those type of fights, mm. especially if they gave him all those wrestlers. Mm. Next, we got Mason Jones versus Ludovic Klein. Mm. Came through with the the Unanis. Yeah, Mason Jones was he was one of the newer guys. In the UFC. Oh no, but Jones is eleven and two now with no one yeah. no contest. Four. Four fights in the UFC. So pretty pretty new in the UFC. Got a win over David Onama. That's when Onama was still he was still kind of green. But Mason Jones was one of he was one of the dogs that got in the fought his way to get into the UFC off a few fights. Mm. And um but now Klein just let him know what's up this one but it's unanimous so you know he still got a whole bunch of like growing and this is just a small speck on the legacy for mason jones but ludovic klein is climbing up yeah this is third fight in the ufc so both of them are fairly new but i remember they really attached the storyline to mason jones sometimes that's what sticks sometimes they like somebody coming in and and uh, huh the storyline this not yeah the storyline of like the people they fought mm. like cause a lot of times like when he fought david onama like i I thought david onama had that one but it was just like just a matter of his knowledge in the game is what mm. got david onama that loss but ludovic klein he coming up in the middle of like a day party <laughs> so it's just like i still was able to see him <laughs> when i my friends was like, hey, put it down. Just put it down. I'm like, all right. And, you know, when I go to the bathroom, you know, I might have to pee. Pull the phone out, finish watching it. That told me that I was like, you know, <laughs> it's different now. Okay, that was the prelims. Now, main card. Dun, dun, dun. We need some main card. I need main card music. Main card. Something like that. But Paul Craig. <laughs> Versus Volcan, he definitely survived a lot of jujitsu attempts. Paul Craig was Paul Craig was good on the ground, and then when he stood up, he was really piecing him up as well. Yeah. Volcan just had the power to go with the punches, and and uh, really wore Paul Craig down because he has wrestling. He has a wrestling background too, so Paul Craig really had him in a, a few you know bad spots, but. Shout out to the jujitsu defense. <laughs> he stayed alive and got you nannies. Yeah, he really man. was putting hands on Paul Craig. And he tried to keep the fight on his feet as much as possible. He was able to get out of a lot of those submissions, mm-hmm. you know, with his powerful punches. But I thought this was a really good matchup, especially because they, they're like one ranking apart. So I mm-hmm. think it was always good because you get to really see the fighters on somewhat of an even playing field because they're ranked right behind each other mm-hmm. 
and I thought this was one of the one of the good fights of the night. Yeah, yeah, because ranking system make it really show you a lot, and they can expose some people too. So that is very like, true. Yeah, a lot of people be putting in those spots sometimes, and they like, mm, how'd you get here? Yep. No, because because so and so moved down enough, mm-hmm. <laughs> enough people moved down, and um, 108 total strikes to uh Paul Craig's 41, and that's I I I wanted to count how many times he pulled guard, like <laughs> that was some very creative ways of pulling guard. He ate a lot of shot just to pull guard, and he was successful on the feet. That's what the wild part. That's the part that I I really wasn't understanding. Maybe he was just trying to be safe and not get submitted or knocked out. Uh, but I mean, it worked for him in that a sense. It works for who? <laughs> who? It worked for Paul Craig. It helped him. It helped him survive all three rounds. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I think that if he was with box, if he was boxing and not pull guard the whole time, I think that he probably would have won that fight. That was so annoying. Volkan, too. Volkan was willing to stand up with him the whole time, and and then he might go for his hips whenever he started getting off too much yeah but other than that they were like they were he wanted to stand up do you think that's part of the reason that he lost or just like left a bad taste in the judge's mouth just because he kept dropping and even the commentators were saying something he's not he's not getting him to the ground to get top mount he was getting him to the ground the pool guard and it's just like are you that afraid of the stand up where you you're willing to pull guard and be on the bottom like that's just that's, oh, that's not a good dominance. place to be. Yeah. That's, that's that if he's if he's falling on the ground, that's that I wouldn't consider that dominance. Like the what the commentators were saying was they could would consider that to be dominance, uh consider them to because they don't want to come down to the ground. You gotta know who the person is to to as a judge to be able to do that. So it's just like that doesn't really hold any weight. But to a judge, if a judge is being a neutral judge. It's just the fact you see somebody just falling down on the ground and do they look tired or not? You got that option as a judge to think, do they look tired or not? Do they yeah, look but like it wasn't, really- it wasn't a control aspect. It was more of a stalling aspect. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So it was the dominance was not being asserted. Like yeah, it wasn't being true. asserted. And uh, Volcan just kept letting them get up. He almost fell for it a few times, you know. That's true. People get caught <laughs> up in it. They're like, ooh, this is going really well. Let me just keep getting into it. And they just get tricked. Yep. That's how they get tricked every time. Yeah. Like, ooh, this I, I'm winning this jujitsu match so far. <laughs> Oompa. <laughs> that easy. Next, speaking of that easy, Molly McCann versus Hannah Goldie. Molly McCann came in once again. She got another McCann. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, no, I'm just but but I guess she's new to the UFC, so I guess that's what she gets for right now. So it's the turn up time and let's jump on the cage and all that shit until we get Goldie, some good, Goldie is new to the we, UFC we, as well. And, until we get some good fights. I so you know, you know, matchmakers do this when they got match, matchmakers. Do, you think oh, they were trying to give her a layup? They did that. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Goldie, Goldie came out looking buff. She's a, a kickboxing mm. champ, and just I don't know. Like even Goldie was bigger than her, just just out muscling her whenever yeah, she, she put her towards the cage, and just so she had to 
Molly had to, uh, you know, excel through that. She had to get away from that and get it back to her world to get this win. So I think, to me, this was a good fight, especially because Hannah was giving her a run for her money in the beginning. And I guess she didn't know what to expect or just had to make some adjustments. But either way, she got the knockout. She used, she used the limp that she had. Uh, Hannah Goldie, uh, it seemed like it was hard for her to get to Molly McCain. So, you know, Molly McCain got this thing where hopefully I, I would think, I would hope that Hannah Goldie will watch footage. The the spin, the spin fist, it's coming sometime against the cage. You know, mm. I think she didn't, I, I think, I think people get overwhelmed when it comes to like fighting people who are good at rising to the cage like Molly McCann. So far, they're good at rising to the cage. And that should, you know, that shows that like she needs to be elevated and fight, you know, you know, more competition on her level. And that's all I'm saying. So we'll see who they have for her next. We'll see. We'll see. Cause you know, a flyweight, you know, you know, it's, you never know. You never know. It's a, a flyweight is getting mixed up right now. You know, it's, I it's think the look. next fight that she has, because her and Patty are both trying to get a fight before the end of the year. I think that'll tell us everything we need to know about if they're trying to give them layups or not. I don't know about that because they'll just throw another know? layup. They'll throw another layup until they uh, Sean O'Malley it, and next thing you know, they're versus Peter Young. So that's what I'm well, saying. Sean so. O'Malley asked for that fight, so I guess he's really trying to showcase his his boxer. He really yeah, want to show he's up there by getting to that point of just accepting the the fights like this. You know, but Sean it, so. O'Malley he asked for the fight. He asked for no, it. what I'm saying is the the stepping stones were cans. Okay. That's what I'm saying to get to this point. But okay. for other fighters, you know, other fighters are fighting every dog of the division. I see what you're saying. So that's what I'm saying. Like, the, like you, the matchmakers has, they have routes they can go. They can go to the easy route or they can go the hard route. And a matchmaker, like, I'm not ignorant. Nobody in the world is ignorant. They know it's a reason why they match fighters certain ways. So yeah. like they know which fighters a dog. They know what fighters what's not as a dog. You know, so it's just like uh, when they match these fights, they just want to see a good show. So that's what they set up. So like, I think that's what happened for this. But and they I think, get surprised by the outcome sometimes. So it don't always work in their favor when they match them up against an easy layup or a dog that they don't think is gonna prevail through it. Yeah, but when when it when you can see it before it actually happens mm -hmm. then that that should tell you something in itself like if you seeing it wide open like who i've never seen this i've never heard of this person <laughs> where is this person let me go look at their footage but okay. well, they both knew so they have, that's why they have that's... all wins by all they have two wins by unanimous by split decision like this stuff like that and then that's when they'll just throw them together like as they get higher that's when they be a little bit more intricate about it but at the same time, it's just like in the beginning, they just do this one. They just do this you got to build them up. You got to build up the hype. You got to give a reason that people will show up. So maybe they're just yeah. trying to, you know, get some different fans to gravitate. Yeah. Yep. They they tried to get somebody to show up for this next one. <laughs> next. Y'all got, y'all did it. Y'all got people to show up for this one. The Alexander Gustafsson versus Nikita Krilov. Nikita Krilov is the dog, and he came through, so and bad. that shit was bad. This was it, so bad. And it's just like, hey, we got some questions now, Alexander. Is it is it time or not? We don't know. Well, we that's what know. DC said. DC that's said up to this, you. 
this last takeout was vicious. He needed to just go ahead and retire. Yeah. And then when I saw this fight, I was like, dang. It's the one with the best chins. Like over time, they, them, that butt, that switch just get worn. The, like, you know, you switch a light on and then when the switch get worn and switch it, switch it too hard and switch back off. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, you know, it's worn. Yeah. Next. Cause that's all I got for that. Shout out to Nikita Kridoff. Yeah, he's he getting his W's and he came up. He got a huge W just now. Yep. If he, if nobody told him, he just got a, a massive W just now. I think he knows. So, <laughs> next, Patty Pimlet versus Jordan Leavitt. This one was a a good first round for Jordan Leavitt. Yeah, you know he was kind of getting off a little bit uh, yep. on Patty. Yeah, because Patty then, definitely lost that first round. And then round two, Patty came in, uh, well, Patty, you know, was, it was going like it was the first time. And then that's when he got to his back and Patty has good jujitsu. He has, he has, he has good jujitsu. And, and, and that's the beautiful thing about jujitsu is it's like, you could be in the depths of hell and then fucking find somebody neck. (laughs) And then it's a wrap. But yeah. I was expecting more from Jordan Leavitt. He did. Uh, I was expecting more from the um, him in the sense of allowing him to get to his back. Because, you know, he's, he defended it the first time. But I think he was just exhausted and he got caught slipping. And Patty made sure. Exhaustion. Man, Patty made sure there was no defending. He had the arm trap with his leg. He was clear around the neck. And yeah. so, like. He already defended that the first time. And so I just think through all the transitions they did on the ground, he was just exhausted. But I did like that uh, Patty did his dance at the end. He said he wanted to teabag him. And that's, <laughs> and he, that's he what he did. Teabagged his ass. Dropped it low right in his face. I was he like, dang. Because Jordan Levin was definitely going to twerk on his ass. If he, he was definitely going <laughs> so to do I, it. He, I'm glad he took that opportunity because that shit was, was definitely going to happen. But, it was. One, but, but Patty, once again, got another finish. So like another finish. So now it was just like he's still on that train and he won Drake a million or a few million. Like, like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He got the the hype train, Barstool sports, everything. They he got him turned up off this guy. They so showed up. So he know he know like what he gotta do. Yeah. For sure. Now, speaking of Drake pay, placing a, a million dollar bet, whenever they were saying that when, and when Molly was fighting, that's when she turned it up. You was like, oh yeah, Drake did bet a million dollars on me and she oh, turned damn. it up. <laughs> as the commentators were saying that, she turned it up as they finished saying that. She's like, oh yeah, I do got, you know, something to win for. I need to get this, you know, done right now. Exactly. Like, she was like, I would never, Drake would never, ever invite me anywhere. I would never be invited anywhere <laughs> Adesanya is with Drake right now at OVO Fest in Canada. Just saying, Drake is, he's handpicking these people in the UFC. Just saying. Next, Jack Kermanson versus Chris Curtis. Uh, Chris Curtis is, Chris Curtis is showing like a whole different side of him. I don't know if he's going through some things mentally, or he knows that like, or he's just getting to him that he feel like he need to be, you know, further, you know, with the fighter. But it's just like, he got to, it seems like it's like a kind of like a chip on his shoulder and or maybe that's always how he was but i I think more uh of this fight if he was frustrated because no i'm not i'm I'm not talking about just this fight this fight is this fight was another example because you know like you could be in a fight with somebody and they could run the whole time but like the the him exclaiming everything like like oh man like come on like come on like his his level of being cool 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 till it's up 
-hmm. Like what I'm saying is like he showed more composure in his last fights. And this fight, it seemed like it was a little bit more personal. So, and, uh, and it was some other footage where it was a guy in the gym, in their gym, where he said he had some fights and, and he had just came in the gym talking shit. So I guess he like beat the shit out of him. Like it wasn't like bad, but he, he, he touched him up bad and uh, he kind of got in his face about it angry. So I don't know what Curtis, Chris Curtis got going on. I hope he good. Like, but at the same time, it's just like, we just seeing a little, like seeing a difference in the, in the temperature with him like because he his first impression was super humble super super cool and it's that's what's got him to the ufc so i hope he not turned into some hot head hanging out with sean strickland yeah but uh, <laughs> also he got this fight on short notice and you know he didn't have a lot of time to prepare but i think it was also the weight of being the co-main event that's like it took him so long to get to that point and for him to be a backup on this that could put a chip up on your shoulder and to have somebody running from you the entire fight you know bobbing and weaving getting in getting out mm-hmm. and they got a length advantage i feel like that is just like a whole it was effective strike storm it was shout a perfect out, storm yeah shout out to jack Hermanson. it was effective striking it was he did, he did with with uh all the other fighters uh with all the champion style fighters were doing and and, and how they were working yeah. you know chris curtis uh, he could have put his foot on the pedal a little bit more and been more assertive to get more takedowns because, uh, and you know, maybe he didn't want to wrestle with Jack Romanson. So that was, maybe he was showing his insecurities because, you know, he was kind of laughing about Jack Romanson standing up with him. That's what he did the whole time. Yeah, he said Jack Romanson ran the entire time, but. Yeah, he, he ran, but, you know, he didn't, he ain't want to go for the, the takedown. The takedown was there because he um, wanted Jack Romanson and wanted it. Shout out to Jack Manson. He got another W. It was just Chris Curtis is a big W. But I think Chris Curtis is about to come back different in the sense of one, his composure, two, his takedown assertiveness. So I think he's he gonna come up with that one. Next, we got Curtis Blades versus Tom Aspinall. Curtis Blades came through with the W because Tom Aspinall's weapons failed him. I don't know what else we need to talk about. That's exactly and and um running back later i guess but curtis blaze just need to keep moving up because he was definitely on his way mm-hmm. before Derek lewis Derek lewis was the one that that kind of changed the trajectory for a second shout out tom aspinall as well ufc london went off a lot of wrestling but it was still a good night yeah, it was. next is amanda nunez versus juliana pena the rematch mm-hmm. i'm here for it yeah so and that was a no cap recap. Make sure you go follow us on Spotify, Apple, Apple Music, and all the other streaming platforms for podcasts and music. ArmaniT.net if you want to tune in as well. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube. Make sure you lock in with us. Comments. Just get in tune with us. I've been waiting. It's the Roundhouse Round Table, and we out of here. All right. Use the heat as a sword. Cause keep the peace as a boy. They go keys for you. Say please, that's one, please, don't need, no one, that's two, please, don't leave, that's three, four, if you do.